Today's podcast is brought to you by Eat, Drink, Live Local. Local Cleveland business here, they're all about supporting and advocating for businesses, nonprofits, and local live music here in the Cleveland area. They do offer a $30 VIP card that includes a ton of special promotions and offers for all of their clients. Also, completely free to sign up as a business to be a part of this. And I personally think the best part is $10 VIP card purchase goes to a local nonprofit that changes every month. Please sign up. You can go to edllusa.com and check it out. Then you start lifting weights and you start feeling oh, you feel so much you better. Look at yourself in the mirror and you start looking better and you get more confidence and then that starts going. But then your diet's key too because your gut is connected to your brain. You know what I mean? So you got to eat good. If you're putting bullshit in, you're going to get bullshit out. Right. So, you know, I'm always eating really healthy, meal prepping a lot, doing all that stuff, water intake. You know what I mean? I'm probably at two gallons at least a day. You know, I'm ripping that. Dang, yeah, son. Yeah, I'm, I don't mess around with the water. You handling you handling those uh, pee breaks then, huh? I got to pee right now, but if we rock them. You can go pee real quick. You sure? Yeah, right. go pee. We'll, right. we'll take a quick break. <laughs> All right, and welcome back to But Are You Happy with Roger Berry. I have my man here, a Rocky River native, Cleveland native, Maserati Wes, a.k.a. Wes Barkley in the house. Thank you for coming, bro. We're Thanks. so happy to have you, dude. Appreciate it. I love when the locals come through. Hell yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Um, Appreciate you having me on. So what have you been up to, man? What have you been up to lately? So I've been busy the last, it's been kind of like a whirlwind in the last, probably since like Thanksgiving, pretty much. So I had this big match with this guy, Matt Cardona. He's probably, in my opinion, the top guy in the game. Okay. All wrestling. He was in WWE for 10 plus years. Oh, damn. Killed it. Did it his own way. Came back. Now he's on the independence. That's what I'm doing. Independent. Cut my hair in February. So like a year ago. Literally this weekend. That's wild. Yeah, it was so, long as fuck. Yeah, it was crazy. And then, so he cut my hair. And then like the whole year we were, we were feuding on and off and stuff. And just me as a wrestler. And, you know, it was an awesome opportunity. So I had a big match against him the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Won that match. Then I wrestled his partner the next month in December. Won that match. So I'm starting to get some momentum going with like big dogs. How did you... I know I'm going all over the place, but... No, 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 you're fine, dude. No, 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 you're... Two weeks ago, Akron last week, we're here now. No, that's, that's phenomenal. So are you... So there's independent wrestling, yeah. and then there's, like, WWE. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is your ultimate goal to be WWE? Yeah, my... I mean, when I first started this, it was to make a living wrestling, right? right. That's all I want to do. Nowadays, they're throwing contracts out, and that's, that's the way to do it, you know? And, I mean, you know me. Of course. Pretty much our whole lives. You know what I mean? Growing up in River and stuff. So uh, I've always been in like music, clothes, and you know, sh- you know, different You've always had something stuff. going on. Yeah, art stuff. Yeah, music and shit. So I'm allowed to swear on this, right? Of course. All right, cool. So uh, I've always been into that stuff. And like, I always kind of thought about this. Like, when I was a kid growing up watching wrestling, like when The Rock did movies and shit, I was like, oh, dude, it sucks. He's a wrestler going to do something else. But now, with like how social media is and Instagram and right. everything's cloud-based and stuff, it's like if I were to make music or make food or make a restaurant and it was just me doing it, it's like that. But if you're like WWE superstar doing it, so you get that. You know what I mean? It's a totally different ballgame when you have right. something else to attach to it. For sure. It's like, okay, well, I've proven that I can do this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, AEW, I wrestled for them over the summer. They're a new company started by the dude that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Awesome okay. experience. I had a lot of fun. I'd love to work there. I was checking out their Instagram a little yeah. bit. It looks pretty cool. They got a lot of followers, man. I mean, so obviously they're doing sure. something right. And they're on TNT on Wednesdays, so. Okay, so I was going to ask, because I used to watch when it was WWF. Yeah. And then it, so it was a Raw, SmackDown. Yeah. And there was another one. What was the other one? Nitro. WCW. Nitro. Was that what it was? Yeah. Hit ECW. Do they, yeah, ECW. That's what I'm thinking of. Do yeah. they still have that? It's Raw and SmackDown now. And okay. ECW is like their feeder program. It's called NXT. 
So if I were to get a deal and on uh, NXT Wednesday nights, you kill it there, and then they bring you up to the main roster. But just that whole system, honestly, like as just being a pro wrestler, I would want to be with these guys that were all legends and all killed it in pro wrestling. You know what I mean? It's like like right now I'm learning from some great guys. Of course. And when I get to wrestle these guys, I get to learn from them. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is yeah. is is that the like for you? Do you how do you first of all how do you find out? who you're wrestling who tells you is it like a text you get or is it like an email or it's it's all different with different promotions so i'll go on the road chicago you know tennessee but you don't get to decide at any point no no i have no point you can't like partner up with somebody be like i want to fight you and no i mean people do that on twitter and then some promoters are like that's a good match let's do it okay and it happens and you're like sick that's my boy but like okay and sometimes a promoter will see you have a good match and i'll be like i want that on my show so who's your favorite fight so far my favorite match was probably, honestly... Was that that one you were talking one, about? The first one when he cut my hair. Yeah. I mean, like, my first match ever was epic because it was just in the game. But And we fucking killed it. We had, like, 100 people come out. It was it was unreal. That match when he cut my hair was probably my favorite. Wes Barkley, Maserati Wes. Yeah. I remember, this was a couple of years ago, Brad... I was working at Maserati. Brad called me. He's like, man, you got any Maserati gear? I'm like, for what? You know, I'm like, for what? Do you like? And I was like, because I don't even like Maseratis. They're shitty cars. And, uh, but anyways, I was laughing at, I was, you know, it's don't, I won't let you buy one, bro. I, so anyways, he called me. I remember him saying that. Um, how'd you come up with Wes Barkley? How'd you come up with Maserati Wes? How did this all come about? Yeah, we were just like, you know, I, I would think about it just as me, and, like, I was just, you know, cutting promos in the mirror. That's what we call it, cutting promos, right. like, talking shit. Just in the mirror doing all this, and I was like, it just wasn't hidden. So then I just started throwing some names at the wall. Maserati West kind of, like, flow together, and I just cut one at it in my basement bathroom. My, you know what I mean? I yeah. remember the shower, and I took it after, and I was, like, cutting this promo as Maserati West Barkley, and I was like, that's it. We're rocking. So it, it just kind of stuck. And it's just, so hard. I when switched you... all my social media the next day. And then I was like, we're locked in. And that's just who I am. But yeah, Maserati West, man. That's fucking great. So you grew up in River. Yep. North side. Did you have our boy, Mr. P? Hell yeah, Mr. P knows me. He's got my autograph saved on the thing. He knows what I'm talking about. So yeah, grew up Rocky River, Beach Cliff, Boulevard, north side of the track. So I was going to say, are you NST? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, are you... Uh You go, you go. Are you born and raised NST and then you go SST? Or are you born... No, yeah, NST... Dipped out, and I'll tell all that. So, you know, growing up, it's like, I was talking to someone this the other day, it was like so crazy. People our age, I would give it even like plus or two, plus or minus two years, you know what I mean? I mean, most people younger than us, or older than us too, but like we came up where we didn't have phones. Right, no, never. Right, and being in like the north side of River, the Tangletown, you know what I mean? I was always seeing people, so it was like, growing up was amazing right of course. kids these days won't real, real, be able to relate because they're on their phones and they're it's fucking wild out. i know you're I right talk hours about that but so growing up you know you're just living life and you're just like hanging out me and my brother just be outside people would just be riding by on bikes you know and then you start biking and you see everyone you know and it's just like such a good community i always loved river for that people were always like it's the bubble and growing up till high school it's like i didn't really need to be out that much and the one thing that was most of my dudes so it's like another thing about river is too is like Again, with that, we're all outside playing sports, baseball at the Triangle, you know, in River, you know. And it's like, I'm playing with top athletes. Like, some of these dudes went pro hockey, some went pro lacrosse. You know, it's like football guys that were beasts, all college recruits. And I'm playing with them. And I wasn't even the most athletic dude. You know that. But, like, Dan, we had some some badass athletes, actually. Sure. So, it's like playing with them growing up. It was just like, those were my sports guys. I was always in wrestling. I don't know. I, I... 
I'm on a tangent right now. Go, gotta, go gotta, on your tangent. I gotta talk about the triangle. If we're talking about the triangle. Dude, the triangle, but the people don't realize either. Like, I didn't spend it. So I, I'm SST right. since forever. A whole different thing. And it is really a whole different thing. Just we, on that level. You know? We had spoken about it a little bit too. Do you? Are you? Were you able to tell like which one of your friends? had money versus like which one of your friends is that something that was apparent to you from from the from the views because i i think that's a super interesting part about a lot of the guys that grew up in our grade it was never about that no you see what i'm saying no don't get me wrong there's some people i'm sure but for the for the majority like that really didn't hit me like you know like you just didn't know it didn't hit me until high school right right the other good thing about river is you know, I we build these relationships. Like, if you're there, pretty much, you know what I mean. Hundred so percent. Zero through eighth grade, I'm there. I got my boys that my parents were probably, pe- you know, homies. So it's like we're already squatted up, you know. So half my dudes go to Ignatius, half my dudes go to Ed. and all those NST oh, milfs too, dude. Dude, the <laughs> NST milfs, bro. Do you have a girlfriend? Me? No, I'm single. You're not gonna get in trouble. Hey, man. You're not gonna get in trouble talking about the NST milfs. That's a compliment. So, all right, here, I got so a question they all go, for you. they'll go, and then I start kicking with them in high school at different um, parties and shit, and that's when I would see it, when they would go to their Ignatius dudes or Ed's wow, dudes or okay. Mike's or uh, St. Joe's Beaumont's. I went to the east side. That's the one that hit me. I went to the east side with my dudes once, and this chick's garage <laughs> was bigger than, like, my house and my neighbor's. <laughs> Damn. You know what I mean? And I was like, holy You're shit. You're like, what's up? Yeah. Th- th- it Trying was, to hang hey, out later? No, because like, that chick... She had uh, an animal, that, animals I've never even seen all on the wall. Like her dad was. Oh, crazy. so you're not I trying to even mess with that. Shit. I was like, he's not going to pass that interview. No, no, hell no. That's hilarious. That's when it hit me. So you grew up in a river. Yep. You went to a river. You heard about the Rocky River scandal. I had asked Sir Yacht about this the other day when he came through. Yeah. I had spoken to Mr. P about this, and I want your opinion on it. So and I'm not going to lead you into anything. I want, I want to see. And stuff. I don't know too much of like exactly what happened. Apparently, there was a picture. This apparently. What year is this? 20. See, this is, what, this is the only thing that this I This is like two of years like ago. Dismi- exactly, right? So it's like COVID. It's like, are people in class? Aren't they teaching from home? That's, uh, that's, that's how they got in trouble. They're, so on, this is a, they're on Zoom. This is like, exactly. So this is when I kind of just like heard all that. And I was just like, kind of was like. I know what I'm thinking of it, and I'm over it. And I'm not going to think about it because right. you guys were great. I, we got a, I don't know if they can see it on the camera. I got Mr. P in the house. Yeah, Mr. We P's in the house. Mr. P's but in the house doing some always, camera work. How many years I have you? Two years? I think it was two years. Always awesome to me. Great teacher. You know, and I was, like, pretty good at math. So we always hit it off. You know, and sometimes people were wild. And, you know, I would go up on the board, and I always wrote my signature. He saved him, and it was, like, a joke. And it was, like, our thing. You know, I was, like, sick. I had him the next year. He pulled it up, and I was already like, "You're like, what's oh, up, man?" In the class, I'm know? already here for you. Yeah. So, but it's just like that stuff. It's like every that, bro. It's like I can probably count on this hand how many teachers in uh, zero through twelve that I didn't like in River. You know what I mean? I, didn't, I don't think there's a lot of teachers that we didn't like. I just think that we had one teacher particularly that wasn't. A fucking pervert. So that's why when I when I saw it, you know, yeah, I was like, right. damn. I was like, yeah. I can't believe. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I love how Wes Barkley's looking at me like I can't believe he's saying this no, shit. Hey, I don't know. You, <laughs> that's you my know. favorite. Yeah, you do your thing. I mean, I just like. So do you get drug tested for your wrestling? Not in not in the independence. No, not the independence. You're all over. I mean, there's like commissions you got to go through sometimes when different states. But okay, right now it's pretty much just rock and roll. I mean, are you are you natty? Yeah. Are you? I look like I'm on gas. No, I just I mean, I had to ask. Right there, yeah, I just got to ask. 
I see it on YouTube all the time. You natty or not? And I'm always like, dude. I'm like, I gotta ask Wes Barkley because he's a wrestler. Shit. I was in Los Angeles last week at the LA Fitness. Okay. And it was a war zone. Like I'm a big gym dude. Right. It's a war zone in there. Weights are not racked right. There's machine shit all. Oh really? Weights are done wrong. And I was like, bro, why does this gym look so familiar? I was also like, I'm never coming back here. Okay. But I was like, dude, this sucks to be out here at this gym. And I looked up and they had this thing on the wall. I'm like. This is where that Vitaly dude filmed the Do You Even Lift Bro skits. Oh, no way. I feel like that gym just went fucking mayhem. Really? Yeah. Dude, see, that sucks, though, whenever you go into those places. That sounds like a Steelyard Walmart. Oh, yeah. It was spot on. Right? That's spot on. Like, you go into Steelyard Walmart, dude, and it it is like fucking... Dude, you would think somebody walked down the aisles and just had their hands out and were just, like, fucking popping things off. And I remember one time, I just walked through the clothes the one time, like... What the fuck happened yeah. over here, don't bro? Have a good food spot over there, though. It's like they got that chicken place. It's like coffee <sighs> chicken or something like that. I don't know. Over at Steelyard? Yeah, there's like a hidden gem. Yeah, I used to live over there with my uh, my my kid's mom, and okay. we used to. Um, we I was a Steelyard frequent flyer, man. Okay. I never really pulled up there. Just that chicken. Yeah, you know, it's not the spot. There you go. It's not the spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're going to go somewhere and Steelyard's your last resort, then all right. Yeah. You know, but you can't be doing it, like, all the time. So you go to – so you don't really have an opinion on the Rocky River thing because you don't, no, you mean, don't really invest like, much time into looking at it. See, no, 100%. Yeah. I'm, at the time, I must have too much time on my hands. You know. Yeah. You're like, I don't really no, care. No, it's just like if there's evidence that is showing stuff and everyone sees it and there's evidence that's showing other stuff and people don't, you know. Or no, but I can appreciate you not really having an opinion because yeah. you didn't really look into it. No. So shout out you. Thanks. All right, so then you go to OU. Mm-hmm. All right. So my whole life I wanted to be a pro wrestler, though. I know we kind of went off on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For kindergarten. So it's like I knew I was going to do this shit. Eighth grade, I go to, or not eighth grade, freshman year, I go to a show in Philadelphia. I go, I'm locked in. I'm doing this. I was trying to get trained out there. They're like, bro, you're 13, we can't train you. But I was like, I'm locked in. I'm even, I'm not really telling too many people in high school this because, you know, all my dudes, again, are like baller sports athletes, and I didn't want to, like, not look cool. I mean, it wasn't even a big deal, but I wasn't like, yeah, I didn't want, I'm, I love wrestling. You know? Right. So I just kind of kept it low key, but um, I knew I was going to do it, and my dudes that knew, they were cool with it, you know, but I was just like, I'm going to this training school when I graduate. And my parents are like, my mom's like, you can do it. You know, my dad's like, you got to go to college, right? Of course. So go to OU I'm just like my dudes are going here cool I'll do it but you know it was eating me up every day I went to OU I wasn't at wrestling school so were you able to work on it at all at OU like your skill or like no I just studied because where where are you gonna exactly you gotta be in there and you gotta learn I mean there was like interviews and we bro this is you know 2012 so YouTube isn't even what it is now right you know there's barely any you know any stuff but you could see like some behind the scenes interviews with wrestlers and I would always watch that and just try to pick up as much as possible and like I couldn't there was no chance I was watching I stopped watching wrestling though in high school you know what I mean because I was like I loved it but then it started getting like so corporate and washed up kind of washed down and it was like starting to be like super kid kid friendly right and I liked some more gritty stuff so that's when I started getting into independence like the company I wrestled for AI I understand you know and they were doing shit locally I was like this guy's here locally and they'll even bring in an old WWE dude you know like this of course. 10 years ago you know 15 years ago and it's like I bet you they pay great for those like guest features too oh yeah you know what I mean when they're like hey come on this for sure and that's the thing another reason if you go to WWE you have a you know two to five year run then you can come back and dude look at Logan Paul <laughs> bro that dude is killing it yeah but sorry I just went off you know no I'm dude go go off yeah. that's why we're here I just so, knew I was gonna always be a wrestler when you um 
were at OU? Mm -hmm. Were you partying a lot? Were yeah. you yeah, like, yeah. what was your, what was your, what did you take out of college? Were you glad you went? What did it help further your career? What like, what what is your whole take yes, on that? Absolutely. So wrestling wise, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. So like, the more you put is this with anything, you know what I mean? The more you put into stuff, the more you get out. Of, of course. It. I learned this in that accounting class at OU. They're like, Tiger Woods started golf when he was three, so by the time he's 13, he's already 10 years in the game. I'm like sick. So if I start wrestling at 18, by the time I'm 28, I'm 29 right now, I'll be 10 years in the game. Yeah, of course. I'm four years in the game right now. You know, so it's like... You're doing uh, really good. But I have life experiences that I learned at OU that I wouldn't have. So let's say someone starts training 16, 17, 18, but they haven't lived life. Right. You know, they don't know shit, and they just go and wrestling. They, they do bad business. They get themselves in trouble. They get, they get into bad situations. I did all that shit before I got into wrestling. You know what I mean? So I already lived life, so it was like... I just looked at it different. So I'm super grateful for that. Grateful for the friends I met at OU. It was amazing networking. I'm grateful for everybody I met there. So you're at OU. Mm -hmm. You, and we're not going to dive too deep into yeah. this, you get busted with some drugs. Yeah, I was partying a lot. I was just, I was making the bad decisions. And it was just like, I was down bad probably freshman year. Just like partying way too much and just right. frying my brain and shit. And... There was these signs. This was like this is when I knew it was like, I'm. Uh, this is this is too weird not to be like fate. So I had I was I was walking to my dude's place. This had to be sophomore year. I think I got like I got an underage. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's like I'm 19. I already got an underage. You know, I'm like not allowed to drink. They're like gonna. To go off on a tangent, yeah. quick. I know exactly what that those those cops are fucking dicks too sometimes. Yeah. Cause they walk up to you, dude, and they're just beer. like, "Hey, man, what are you drinking?" They're like, "Oh, I'm drinking a Bud Light." They're just like, "Oh, sweet, let me see your ID." Yeah, You're like, "Fuck yeah. you." Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. All right. Well, I, I got mine here. But so, anyways, you get but what, yeah. what do you have on you at this point? If you don't want me to ask, you don't have to tell the story. Finish the uh, fate story. I thought that was gonna be good. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. We're gonna find out. Yeah. Cool. I'm just you guys be the walking, judge. Uh, yeah, I'm walking down the street to my dude's place, and there's like it's like a windy ass day, and I'm walking down the street, and there's just something in the middle of the road that's just like not moving. It just caught my eye. I was like, "What is that?" I go pick it up, and it's like a pro wrestling flyer. You know, and this is when I'm like down, and I'm like, "Dude, I gotta be a wrestler. I gotta be a wrestler." And I go to see that, and I was just like, "That's weird." Everything else flew away, like blankets are flying. It said "fucking windy." You know, right. this little flyer with like some jabronis on it, but it's like <laughs> local wrestling. I was like, "This is so wild, bro." I was like, "I can do this." do it whatever that weekend i go home for thanksgiving right i go to la fitness here crazy with my dad he was like hey let's go work out i'm like i never work out with my dad i was like sure i'll go with you and then dolph ziggler's there wwe wrestler oh, from no way. west park i was like what the fuck you know this is crazy right so you know i'm like not trying to be disrespectful but i'm also like this is fate so i go up to him like hey can i talk to you after you're done working out he takes that phone out. he's like all right puts it back in he was looking at me like that you know and I was just like he's not gonna come up to me comes up to me at the end of his workout hey what's up man what'd you what'd you want that's awesome I'm so nervous and I just told him hey I'm at OU boom 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 he was super cool I told him to be a pro wrestler he's like you gotta just study the legends and good luck man hope everything goes good you know and then 10 years later I'm at AEW he's backstage I don't know if I'm not supposed to say that but I'm, I see him there, and I'm like, hey, you told me that and he's like dude that's awesome man and I just wrestled for AEW I'm like that's sick I, when I saw that he's uh, a man too when I saw you post that, and they're like, Wes amazing. Barkley, and dude, you're like, that's me. I literally oh, yeah. laughed that's out loud, bro. That shit is so funny, man. No, that was amazing. How nervous were you for that? that was, I was so nervous, but then I was like, bro, I got this. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. um, 
doing it at the Wolstein Center. Fucking sick. That had to be crazy. Sick. I'm hooked. Like surreal for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're at we're at OU. Mm-hmm. You get busted. What did you have? If you don't mind me. You, I mean, I'm, we, not gonna, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna say, say that. What it is, but it wasn't good. Yeah, but it wasn't everything online because you can't believe everything you read. So that's kind of what we're trying to. That's what we're trying to clarify. alive. You read everything you read online. Facts. Okay. Maybe he is. I don't know. Do you think at that time you had a drug problem? Uh, 50, 50 to 70%, I would say, pretty okay. much. The more so was I was just making some bad decisions. I mean, see, I don't want to say You're so this. young. Yeah, and I don't want to say this. How old were you, 20? I think I was 21, maybe 22. Okay. Maybe 21, I don't know. Um, it, was, it was bad decisions, and I just, like, my house got robbed, right? Damn. Yeah, so at OU... See, I don't, I can't really talk about it too much, but I just, it put me in a bad decision and right. I wasn't thinking straight and then I started making bad things and then I just started seeing things and I go, I really don't want to be this guy. I don't want to You know, you. people are just throwing shit at you, you know, and I'm like, honestly, this isn't who I am. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like partying and shit. If I get some shit for free, that's fun. And I'm an outgoing, friendly person that I had friends and they were like, hey, you're our dude. Like, we just want to come kick it with you, but can we get some weed or some shit? It's you know always I mean? something. Yeah, and they just want to come kick it. And I was like, these are my boys. I'm helping them out. Boom, 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 boom. Shit starts snowballing. And I was just like, dude, I don't want to do this shit. So that's when I... Because, like, you can't believe everything you read. That yeah. was a phenomenal point. Because yeah. you... Even or you can't believe everything you hear. You know when oh, I yeah, bro. Tell, they, they call it in wrestling telephone tell a wrestler. I tell you some shit. By the time it gets to Mr. P, he's right here. It's two different things. So that's why I always ask people. Dude, what happened? What I, you I had people like even when with the stuff that I went through mm-hmm. had told me some things yeah. that I was like, man, I I didn't know I did that. You see how that's right. And I was like, yeah, you know, and you're just like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. And then, um, but I think you also get to a point like I did at least mm-hmm. where I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks right, right? like you yeah. just kind of get to that point um so anyways yeah. from a mental standpoint you had gone through those things yeah. and i appreciate you talking about that because i know you no, are no. doing your thing and it's it's kind of it could be a tough subject yeah. but i thank you i want to know like mentally after that had happened are you just like like where are you at man it was like a, i was rocked so like even during that you know you go through all that shit and then you go out and then you got to go home you know what i mean so it's like you you're like went through all this shit and then you're like now i gotta be with my parents and it's like I just disappointed them I let them down you know what I mean right and they're just looking at you like dude what the fuck you just fucked everything up and I'm just like fuck you know but it was more so like we're getting through this I never really dwell on shit you know and we can talk about that later when we talk about more mental health stuff because I'm always open to talking about that stuff but um when that situation I was like I'm not going to jail no everything I need to do to not go to jail and I and I can't even think that so I had this that is one thing in my life that I I just felt like in my in probably the last, you know, forever, that was like the most focused I ever was and mentally I was like only thinking of a desired outcome and I didn't think of anything else. I didn't let anything else come into my mind. And again, you know, this is six years ago, seven years ago, so social media isn't as hot as what it is, as it is now. Right. Like now I'm fucked up on Instagram and Twitter, you know, I'm scrolling and, and we can get to that later. But at that time I was like focused. I was like, what do they need me to do? All right. They said, go to Cleveland State. They said, go talk to a psychologist. And they said, get a job. I was like, boom, boom, boom. Best employee. Went and talked to the psychologist once that I talked to in high school. Right? Is that what they're called? Psychiatrist? Something. Uh, like guidance counselor? Yeah. Just some, and he's like, he just looked at me and he was like, 
like, all right, that's an hour. See ya. Um, <laughs> and then I went to Cleveland State, and I was like, I'm going to be the best student I could be. And let's, and I got a job, and I was like, let's go. I'm focused. They go, you know, we need you to come down and do a drug test. Boom, I'm going down clean. I'm not going out. I'm just focused. I'm at right. home. I started, like, painting and shit, you know. I was just... It was just I was just kind of finding a new focused. finding a new normal for yourself. Exactly, it's tough. Yeah, it, restarting's hard. You're good. Anybody? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Restarting just in general, like when you have to restart your life. For sure. It's it's hard. I don't ever think that anybody should ever be like. I don't think anybody should ever be afraid of it. No. If that you makes gotta sense. Get out of your comfort zone, bro. You got to get out of your comfort zone, and I. I tr- it's on anything. Yeah, I truly believe that. Hundred percent. No matter if if it's an outside event affecting you or you're just. Being complacent, you know what I mean? Yeah, I 100% agree. Because yeah. I think I see a lot of people that are maybe content. Like, for yeah. instance, for you, the easy route for you, in my opinion, would have been, I, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to get a job that's 9 to 5, and that's going to be that. Exactly. You know, and like, yeah. how boring? How fucking 100%. boring does that 100%. sound? 100%. You know? 100%. And that's why, for me, this is great, because I this is like a sober hobby for me. Nice. Well, you know. Yeah. I ate some edibles, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, uh, it's a sober hobby. But no, 100%, bro, because I was talking to someone about that yesterday, and I think about that all the time, and it's like, that shit is just never how I saw myself, my life going. Right. I know, I knew from a young age, but I didn't realize it until um, senior in high school, that my purpose in life is to entertain people. Okay. Right? It's to make people laugh. It's to entertain people. And then my second, like, side one that I've realized in later is just that I want people that first off, support me or people that I call friends right. to do their best thing. You know what I mean? So when you're like, I'm doing this podcast, I'm like, the, what, whatever I can do to help. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Like, like you have no idea. It's like, I want people to chase what they want to do when it's not in the shit right. we're talking about. It's not that like little podcast. box. Boom. But if my dude's like, hey, I want to be an accountant, I'll be like, dude, whatever I can do to help you pass the accountant test, I got you. You know what I mean? Well, see, that's I phenomenal. Want, what, what any of my dudes, I want them to be the top dogs. And, I, and more especially, not working nine to fives, but if they are, I got you. But real first passion, entertaining people, yeah. I always say, and I've said this a couple of times now, even on this podcast, I've said um, there's a lot of people in your life that want the best for you, but they don't necessarily believe in you, right? Yeah. And yeah. That's as far good. as like as far as like support goes mm-hmm. from family, friends, I'm sure, man, like when somebody, when you're like, I'm going to be a professional wrestler, people yeah. are like... Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, you know. Sure. Or you're you're like you get a lot of those people too. Like I know Brad, for instance, big fan. Uh, you know what I mean? Legend, he is. Like I said about him so earlier. Though, and, and getting people together to go to shows and dude, and, Brad can throw. Brad can get people together for sure. Brad's he's a producer. He's a producer. He's a producer. And legend. but it's so cool to see how like legend. yeah, Brad Wolf is an absolute legend. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. So, but you see like all these people supporting you now, and yeah. I think it's kind of funny. Cause I'm always like, okay, like yeah. now you're on the trip. You know what yeah, I mean? No, not, and I, it's got to feel kind of good. I don't, I don't dwell too much on No, no, no. I'm not saying you do. I just think yeah. it's got to feel kind of good to, to kind of give somebody Ooh, that hey, little hey, nod. I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you, I know you're throwing it up and I'm the AEW. That's one. Ah, uh, yeah. That's I believe it. I There's believe sometimes it. you post a picture with the belt you want and I, and you get some clout and you get some people out of the woodwork and you're like, that's kind of dope. But when I hit AEW, it was just like all these people out of the woodwork and it's like all right cool i think it's fun thank you yeah i mean i think it's fun to watch i think it's fun to see other people doing well i took a piece of advice from you know matt kvesdy yeah legend and coves coves had said to me this is like a month or two ago he was like you do something you know no matter what like every day do some one thing good for somebody you know what i mean one thing good yeah yeah every day man one thing good and so i think we were all lucky to be 
around people like that growing up. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. Because um, I think that also helps us in the situations that we're in. Like, I'm sure when you got in your little situation, you were like, fuck, dude. Like, what am I going to do now? That's when it hit first. I bet. I think after that situation, I didn't even give a fuck about the wrestling. Like, who supports? Because that was, I was down bad. And the people that reached out during that, I was like, I'm so grateful for you. Of course. I just need people just being like, you got this. Well, That's people are so long, quick. To, dude, people are so quick to just sit there and go, he's crazy yeah. or like they he, heard some other shit like he's yeah yeah and people would just do that that's why I like sitting down and having these interviews because the reality of it is you could have a perception of whomever it might be like even Mr. P right uh-huh. you don't fucking know a lot of people don't know they don't know any of and like, yeah. like with you I, I can't he's kind of told me about it in high school though yeah we, we all kind of got a little hint of it mm-hmm. you know and I think the other yeah, side of it too is like for us to be able to sit there and go, oh, okay, well, I could say I sat down and interviewed him and I asked him these questions. At least at that point, I can say, I can make a general assessment of what kind of person you are. Yeah. Versus like other people be like, wow, you know, I see him on Instagram, he posts this or he says yeah. this. It's like, man, you don't fucking know. 100%. So, yeah. you go through all that. Mm-hmm. What's your first big break? With, yeah. Or just what do you mean? Well, actually, no. I'm glad you said that. Let's, let's start with this. What was your first big break? Uh, like mentally, at what point oh, were you like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out. I'm not gonna stay down. I'm gonna, yeah. you know what I mean?" That, I'm like, "I got this. I got this." And then when we finally finished everything in the situation, it was like a load off my back, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing." And I'm working at this, and it all kind of just popped up, like everything just started rolling. You know, when you ever getting those vibes, it's like manifesting stuff, and everything just falls into your life, and you're just like, "I'm on point. This is what I'm supposed to do." Because right. when shit isn't manifesting, in my opinion, I don't know. I'm not super hippie, but I'm. I'm a little bit medium hippie uh, <laughs> medium hippie I guess if they we saw it. you at the Cleveland vegan bro we know <laughs> we know dude the Cleveland vegan's delicious I'm just saying we saw the video yeah no so just manifesting and when stuff isn't lining up in your life I think you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing so, I agree you know so um, I think that was probably the big break the first big break but then that's when wrestling started after that and it was just like go time you know so I was working at this restaurant and they had wrestling on the TV. And this dude came in. And he was like, hey, is that wrestling on? I'm like, and it's eating me up. You know what I mean? Because right. we're still in this. I just beat this. And now it's go time wrestling. And my dad, you know, parents are like, hey, you should. Uh, yeah, now's not the time to no, bring no, up. I want to be a wrestler. Wrestling. How about you finish college? And then, and then maybe you do the wrestling thing. And I was just like, fuck, I don't want to wait any longer, bro. You saw what just happened to me over it. So right. wrestling's on. And I'm, I just eat me up. And I'm kind of still getting to watch. But it's like teed me up and this guy's like hey i do commentary at aiw and uh he's like you were here oh i'm like yeah you know like i knew the independence and stuff he's like i got two tickets i'll get you one to the show saturday I'm like sick so i go to the show and i'm getting hammered because it started eating me up when i got there oh, I bet. i'm like dude one match in i'm like dude i gotta do this it was epic it was first independent show in 10 years i went to i was like dude i gotta go so i'm drinking 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 Dude said you had a good time. He gets me get another tickets again. The next time it was one of the it might have been the first or second. I can't even remember. Somehow Gary Barnage is there and he goes backstage and they bring me down with Barnage. So I come in with Barnage and I'm talking to the owners of the company and I was like, dude, I'm signing up. They're like, we'll email him tomorrow. And so I left there and I was like, I can't not email him. I can't hit him up in three years and be like, hey, I finished college. I want to do it. I yeah, what the fuck? The next day. I go, it's go time. Talk about losing an opportunity if you. Yeah. So I, I signed up. My you know my dad was kind of salty. He's like, I wanted you to finish college, but I'm like. Dude, I'm going to do college, I'm going to work, and I'm going to train two days a week. I'm doing it all. He's like, all right. And that's what you did. Yeah, and then I broke my back six months after. <laughs> so how'd that happen? Wrestling. Training. So move wrong, landed, folded in half, broke my L2 vertebrae, fractured my L2 vertebrae. Bang. Damn. You know, we go to this thing. This so you couldn't move? 
It fucking that, that brother. How does that work? I fucking I land. Like how does this work? That the, like how did you how did you get to the hospital on a stretcher? I walked my ass in there. That's what I'm saying. You broke your back. I don't know how this works. I'm not broken my back. I'm like, like, dude, my back hurts. Like, get out of the ring. You know, it was like that. I'm just like, dude, my back is messed up. (laughs) They're like, okay. You know, I'm like, dude, no, this is bad. Like, all right, we go to Sheets. Like, there's just like the only place open after training. All right. You know, the gas station food. We're all eating there. I'm like, damn, my back's fucked up. They're like, all right. I'm like, all right, whatever. Go home, sleep, wake up. I had to work at like nine or 10. I wake up and I'm like, I text my boss. I'm like, I can't get out of bed. Oh, like bed. you couldn't move. Yeah, this like, next day is just They're fucked. Like, wow. I'm like, no, I think I broke my back. They're like, all right. I'm like, I've never called off. I never called off anywhere before in my life on that. Okay. So I was like, I was like, dude, I'm fucked up. So I go, the doctor, I go to urgent care. Oh yeah, a little R urgent care. Yeah, they scan it, right? They fuck they Dude, fuck that place. Hey, dude, they brought it on themselves. Look, I went there and I ate so I fucking a piece of paper. So true. Right? Everyone wanna make fun of me about that. I was hauling ass down the hallway. <laughs> I just like the levels. I'm hauling ass That's down so the highway. Funny. It's the uh what's the shit? It was the dinner dance or something, eighth grade. When you get like your little oh first, yeah like, yeah dude Scott Meredith got caught smoking weed at that dinner dance <laughs> when we were in eighth grade shout out my only dude that was wearing wrestling shirts in high school so always shout out to that guy. <laughs> I was like I got you he had a John Cena so shirt funny. I'm like I got you brother but I, we were trying to get home and get ready for it and I was hauling ass and me and my dude Jake Jones we were hauling ass and slipped boom landed my elbow. And I'm like, damn, that hurt. And he's laughing his ass off. And I got back up. I kept running, you know? Yeah. And then I'm getting, I'm like, dude, I need some water. And I remember him just, like, laughing at me while I'm getting water because I was, like, pale white. And then I go to the urgent care. And they're like, yeah, it's just, like, a sprain. You sprained your elbow? And then I'm like, all right. And they gave me, like, a little shoulder gimmick <laughs> or whatever. So I'm, like, shoulder gimmicked up. And they called me Monday. They're like, yeah, you actually broke your elbow. Dude, right? those, those so are. That, that's eighth grade. So when I break my back, they go, yeah, it's just a minor sprain. You're good. <laughs> And I'm like, I guess it's a minor sprain. These fucking sprains suck. Monday hit me up. Hey, uh, they told you, right? I was like, what? Yeah. They're like, you you got a... Oh, shit. So they called back. you back. And yeah. then they're like, yeah. was it the urgent care that yeah. called you back? Yeah. They're like, we sent it to the orthopedic and you got a fracture. You got to get there like today. I was like, I knew this. Isn't that crazy though? That, that like you can go to these urgent cares and you got some do- somebody that's a doctor and they're like... I know a lot of ama- amazing. I can't say I've, I've ever met like a bad doctor. Hey, brother, did I just not tell you two of them? But like, bad damn, doctors. bro. Like, yeah, dude, the, the urgent. I've never really heard great things about that yeah. urgent care. No, but you're right. But I mean, this is kind of when I was over this that shit because I go to this doctor. He puts me in this brace. I'm wearing a back brace for six months. I'm at Cleveland State just trying to, I, you know, I got all this shit going on at the same time. And I'm just trying to. I'm trying to be a good person at Cleveland State, get good grades, and just be focused, not partying and going out with my college friends. I'm trying to do this work, 40, 50, running the number one food truck in Cleveland, facts. So I hit that off the list, right? And then uh, they put me in this brace, six months, it's just sticking out. Some kid in class was like, hey, you got a back brace on? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm trying to be a pro wrestler. I broke my back. I didn't tell anybody. I'm fucking laser focused on doing this shit. And um, I get the back brace off, and the doctor's just like, you're good. I will say, it kind of came out of nowhere that you were doing this. Even yeah. for me. Well, I had it in my back pocket the whole time. For, for me, it was like, damn, like, he's doing this. And then it was like, damn. And I'll be the first one to tell you the honest truth. I was like, damn, he's doing this. Like, how's he going to get there? You know? Yeah, yeah, and then, like, and then like as you as you see, as as somebody, as you progressed, yeah. I was like, damn, this, this motherfucker's got something. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. doing something here. Well, but you seem I, to enjoy it, which is, I, the, I think that's the most special, the, that's the, the best part about it. Love it. Is this, 
I mean, obviously. I, say, don't, I gotta get this line in. I'm sorry. Go put it in. I'm being a bad guy. Toss it in. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. That's what my dad always tells me. Told me. Tells me whole life, right? So I wasn't even gonna be talking about the wrestling shit until I knew I had a match. You know what I mean? I wasn't gonna be like, I'm doing this and all I ever wanted to do was be wrestling. Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, well, when are you gonna wrestle? And then, like two years later, finally, so I was like, I'm getting through all this shit. And then I was like, when I have a date and I got tickets, that's when I'll finally tell my friends. Good for you. I kind of told some people low key, but I was just like, right. I'm doing this, and it's for me. I'm doing it. It's hard when you get excited, and I think the other sure. thing, and I'm fully guilty of it, but I think it's also harder. I think that I don't know if you've experienced this, but it's there's a harsh reality behind telling somebody good news and them not really being truly happy for you or excited for you, right? Okay. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think now for me, I've done really well in like surrounding myself with good people, yeah. people that support me. That's for key. you, that's key. And that's it has been. It's been everything. So we're well, the sum of your circle, you know what I mean? That's like the Pythagorean theorem, right? Something like that. A plus B equals C. There you go. But you gotta, that's you gotta not, square you gotta square root it or something. Mr. Polanski's about to throw up. But that's what it is. Dude, you're the sum you're the sum of your whole what? circle that you kick. I agree. Well, I agree, but you know, I think the other side of it, it you you're hundred percent right. I mean yeah. I just think for like when you're when you're not surrounded by the right people. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you are who your friends are, but the negativity can fuck with you. 100%. So do you... In any environment. You so go did, the work. My bad. No, no, no. You're good. Did you take... Did that take time for you, especially as you kind of grow, right? Because it's not that you're the most famous wrestler of all time, but no. like, let's be real, Wes Barkley. And I'll just call this now. 2, 6, 23, 6, 27 p.m. I'm going to say, like, no doubt wwe i appreciate you know so like it's i'm just saying appreciate that that that's the dream it's being recorded too so that's perfect all right but um do you think it's important now that you keep that circle small and you know or is that kind of tough for the fan base too honestly it's organically getting smaller okay because i still talk to all my close friends right but they got other stuff going on of course you know and it's like a lot of them you know are doing really well but they're starting families and settling down and stuff some of them are still going out you know brad's still my go-to guy of course we're still rocking and it's like if you don't want to wait at a in a line at a club downtown man just call brad he's connected everywhere that's why hey man i know brad wolf oh all right come on in um (laughs) but it just kind of happened organically and it's like the people i can kick it with most or relate to most are my wrestling dudes of course we're on the road every weekend i'm kicking it with them every weekend because i'll go on the road every weekend with guys i'm in different cars i'm setting up cars with my boys we're all in the same mind state let's have the best matches we can but let's also talk about wrestling get better and do it and it's like other people that are you know finance accounting business managers you know own their own business they're doing they're thinking about that if they can come to one of my shows i appreciate it but people are busy so it's like if you don't come to a show I do not mind. You know, not not like I'm. I want people at my show, right? But I'm saying, if you have other stuff, don't think it's like the end of the world that you're like, damn, I can't make it. It's like make one that you can make. I'm all over the place. You know, we'll make it happen. Just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe cut do that you? Off. Well, no, I you think it's. But I think it's cool. Like, you know, I appreciate everybody that supports me, and yeah. I always will know who supports me. Hundred percent. I know people got other shit going on, and it ain't all about me, so I don't worry about it. You know, but it's just like, I. My circles organically. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's and I think you should be even more selfish because I think you deserve it. Well, thanks. But they have, Appreciate uh, it. Appreciate it. you know, low key though. We're you know we're on the we're on the road a lot, and I like kicking up solo sometimes. You know, and 
Yeah, I think everybody in some capacity. You got to, man. You can't be around people. You can't have no alone time. You know, that's what people dwell on too much. So you, when you wrestle, I mean, there's a lot of training and stuff like that involved. Do you, you've been like actually like hit with a fucking chair or so like. Hit with trash can Saturday. What is the. Went through a door. Didn't break. Those things are, those things are, those things are hard. Okay. So what. came out. That's why. That's kind of my question. How real. Is is it more? Is it way more real than people assume it 100%. to be? They think it's trampolines and springies. And I'm yeah. not gonna be that guy that's like wrestling like fucking. It's real where you hurt. You know, it's like, dude, I go to these shows, middle of nowhere. Sometimes you wrestle in front of five people in West Virginia, right? No, that's probably Virginia, fucking awesome, it dude. It is wild, but sometimes you show up to the show. It was in the middle of nowhere, Terre Haute, Terre Haute, however you say it, Indiana, Indianapolis. <laughs> I don't know. Terre dude, people from Indiana. Terre Haute, Haute Indiana, in a chop shop garage type place six fans that ring was brutal right? I believe it so it's like these boards are uneven you're falling on that and you know how to fall but you're hitting an uneven board it fucking hurts is there anything done boom you go through a chair it shit hurts doors tables thrown off a balcony <laughs> so like when you got in that ring up. was there any part of you that's like dude like this ring's gonna fuck me up I mean, you kind of just know it. You're like, oh, this is what you got to do. That is so fucked. You're like, all right. Like, you get out there. You don't know. What's the most hurt you've ever gotten in a match? Besides breaking, I mean, breaking your back, I think, is obviously yeah, huge. Yeah, but... that was at training, so I wasn't even wrestling yet. But, like, uh, in, a, in a match, like, what, yeah, what's what's a notable time you got hit? And you're like, damn, like, I got fucking. Shit right now. I got hit with some doors and chairs and shit. Really? I'm trying to think of the craziest one. That's hard. There's, man, I can't pinpoint anything. There's been some times where you just go super hard. You know, I, I'm bad at stretching. I'm going to be honest. i got to work on stretching and get warmed up before because sometimes I'm just chilling in the chair listening to music and I would just pour some water in my head. You know? And I just hit the curtain <laughs> and go down. I swear to God. Sometimes I'm just like... There is no warm-up at no, all. No, I'm just like chilling. And then play my music and then I just pour some water and I get, you know, and I go out there and just rock. And it's that so is fun. so funny. And then the next day you're like, damn, I'm banged up. Like... That's how I was this weekend. I had the show Saturday. Yesterday I was beat, but today I'm feeling new muscle soreness. You're like, damn, what happened there? You know, I'm like all scratched up and shit. Like, so have the ladies been good to you since you got right, into this really like right wrestling right. thing, yeah, man? No, he's he's pushing away on us. So I gotta ask, are you like just don't want to talk about the ladies? So no, so you're not so you're not dating anybody. Single man, I'm married to the game. And he's not interested in talking about it. No, married to the gay, bro. It's like I, I'm trying, you know, whatever, you know. Hey. He's not trying to wrestle naked, from what I'm understanding here. You know what I mean? You guys picking up what I'm throwing down? So, family-wise, how's everybody doing in the family? Great. Um, Great. Super supportive. Okay. Amazing. Parents going to shows. Logan, my brother, legend, all-time legend, Hall of Fame. I'll make a Hall of Fame for him to go in it. How uh, old is he now? He's... 28, I think. 28? 28? How old are you? 27. 27. You're 29? I'm 29. I just turned 29 a month ago. Okay. Yeah, freshly 29. Okay. I feel like I'm 26. <laughs> that was good. Not every year you keep fucking running through walls and shit like that. I'm 21, bro. I'm in like the best shape of my life. I'm the best mental spot of my life. I'm just keep getting better daily. So what do you do? What's, what's, a, what's a day in the life? What's a day in the life of West Barkley? What do you... I'll do it through show day. You know, we'll do it through show day. How many days a week are you training? So we got wrestling training Tuesdays and Thursdays. I've been kind of slacking on that. I got to get up there more Tuesdays, probably always wrestling training. I'm in the gym five days a week. I'm on the road probably twice, you know, there, back. Sometimes you got overnights. My goal is to wrestle every weekend, you know. 
Short-term goals. Um, do you... Dude, it was crazy. I was like, that's like the hardest thing I put down this year because I always do my, my goals on New Year's. Right. I always write it out for the next year. And like last year, I put some like really spicy ones. Okay. And I hit on like a lot of them. And okay. It's like, like AEW. It's like, okay, so if AEW, get a shot at AEW was my goal for last year. What's next? It's like, get signed. Okay, I got to do better than just be there. Maybe get there twice, get back, whatever. Like five wrestling companies, I hit four of them that I want, or three. You know what I mean? Like didn't hit WWE, didn't hit this other TV company, but hit this huge company NWA, this other company Game Changer Wrestling. Like hit all this shit, and I was just like, damn, okay. Now I hit that last year. This year I gotta keep going. So that's gotta be short term. Is just man, that's just like. Yeah. Is it kind of everything? Because it, it, because for you, it just, I mean, I need you to sit back and put the short term. Because right now I've been thinking like long term. It's like get signed. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think I take a step back and break it down, and it's like short term for this year is wrestle 50 matches. Okay. Right? Okay, so okay. I break, I and how many did you wrestle last year? 43. Okay, okay. And last year my goal was 50. Oh, so you did pretty damn good. So, but I'm like, I didn't break it. So I can't go, I can't go goals 50, hit 43, go to 70 matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I got to put it at 50. I got to hit 50 this year. So right now I'm on one a week, which is solid. That's great. Yeah, I got a little tour coming up on work. Are you? Do you think that's going to be challenging for you for your body? Yeah. Do you think that's going to be a new challenge for you there? So uh, not new because I've been doing this for four and a half years. So okay. I'm starting to realize that, dude, I gotta be stretching better. I gotta be in the gym working out smarter and not harder. You know, I go to the cryogenic place once a week, or not once a week. Sorry, they know I'm there every day. I'm on the wall, right? I'm tripping. Cryogenic. What I was gonna say was I need to start doing yoga at least once a week. I got to be stretching better, working on balance, like cardio. You just got to be all in it. And it's like so many wrestlers train like bodybuilders and stuff, right? But if you train like a like a performance, you know, cross, not even CrossFit type shit, but you know what I mean? Like more athletic stuff and not bodybuilders. Right, right, right. Like not beach muscles, actually. Yeah, athletic muscles. Like I understand. have longevity. So I'm just learning, dude. That's why I got to work, wrestle these top dogs and try to pick their brain. I think it's really cool, though. So yeah. when that... Who, how'd you get the call for the AEW opportunity? Great question. So, uh, that was an amazing day too. Um, I believe it. Yeah. So there, we got a contact there. Um, we reach out to him, everybody from the training school, you know, we all reach out to him in January and cause that's when they were Cleveland, right? The first time. So we, we got brought in I just chilled backstage, ate catering, drank coffee, just kicked it. Right. Got paid. All right. Sick. Yeah. You know? But I'm like, I want to wrestle there next time. So then they were coming back in June. I reached out to him about a Columbus show. He didn't hit me back. I reached out to him about a Detroit show. Didn't hit me back. And then the Cleveland show. He's like, hey, we'll use you. I'm like, sick. I'm cool with that. You know? They're like, we'll, we'll give you more money if you drive people from the hotel to the venue. And they were at the well, Wolstein Center. Okay. So it wasn't a bad drive. You know? So I was like, I'll do that because I don't know anybody here. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to work at a new job... You just come in the first day and you're just like, I'm the first, I'm the new guy, you know, and maybe you're taking someone else's job. Of right? course, yeah. You'd be like, who's this other dude? And you're like, you know, I was like, I know like five people here. I don't know anybody at WWE, but I got like five people that I'm pretty close with in AEW. So when they're like, you want to drive people? I was like, absolutely. So now I get to pick more people's brains. I got Matt Hardy and Christian were there in the car. It's amazing the, like it's, it has, I say this all the time. It's so much more to know, to do with uh, who you know than what you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, like exactly. some of those opportunities. So that's what this dude told me. He said, you know, it's, you said, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Yeah. Right? But then he said, it's not even that. It's about who you know that'll go to bat for you. So he said that. I said that once. and That's a good one. Yeah. yeah it makes you think. But for he sure. said that. And I was just like, dude, that's, that's on point. Because people can like you. 
But in wrestling, it's like cutthroat. They're like, there's only so many wrestling spots. If if someone gets more popular than you, you lose your job. So it's a super cutthroat business, no matter what level you're on. Yeah, and I feel like, too, like if you, like you said, have someone go to bat for you. Dude, I feel it. Because I'll ask people to do the interview. Yeah. And they'll be like, some people will be like. I just had to get the timing right. But I led you around. So I was like, dude, I'm sorry. No, I appreciate it. No, no, it's all good. No, I got, like I said, I appreciate it. I think there's, but some people, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And then they won't do it. Or they'll be like, "Um, you know, oh, maybe this and that. I'm like, okay. Like, and I don't get offended by it or anything like that. But I think also, like, it could be misleading maybe what the podcast could be about, right? Some people sure. don't really like to open up a little. You know what I mean? Oh, open, really? That's why I was down to do it. And I think a lot of people, yeah, and I appreciate that. I think I that, appreciate you having the podcast because it's going to get people to talk about different stuff than you hear on every podcast. No, I like I like hearing, especially when we can have people listening that, like, we're, you know, whether yeah. they relate or we know them. And yeah. I think that's also fun, too, to have somebody like you come on. And I know you do have a, a really good following because yeah. well, I've seen those signs when I see those post the, the Maserati West fucking side. dude people yeah. get rowdy oh, yeah. at your fucking yeah. Yeah. at your fucking um, oh, concert it's, it's, so where are you living now I'm in Lakewood I got oh you're in Lakewood yeah I got a little spot over there do you um, close to training close to everywhere I need to be at I just do that close to getting on the road with my dudes dude so, that's great yeah I gotta do this right down the street you got some dudes you know hour away that we can get in the car go to Chicago you know what I mean and so is matches now you're doing them once a week does that at inc- least I'm trying to do like I mean it would be sick if I was doing three you know where I mean are you traveling I mean you're yeah, going to Akron yeah. but are you right. going like lately AIW has been taking super care that's our home company um, that's where I trained at so I owe them everything um, but they've been doing like these little weekends where we're just riding to different places across Ohio which like some people frown upon oh you're just in Ohio but I'm like dude these are great shows we're AIW, you know what I mean? I'm always here. So, Akron last week, Youngstown. Next week, I'll be in Indiana for a show, probably a week off, maybe Lakewood. Then, maybe like Chillicothe or something, Ohio, we're working on. Then, I might go up to Canada for a little tour and then come back in a big show in Cleveland. So, so you're like busy. March. Yeah, yeah. Does. Next month. Um, have you seen the little person wrestling or the midget I wrestling? Hornswoggle. Really? Yeah, Hornswoggle, the dude that used to hang out on the ring. He was a little leprechaun in WWE. I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. He put on for those guys. If it wasn't for him. No way. Yeah. Wow. You wrestled like, him? Yeah, wrestled twice. Damn. Yeah, in a singles and a four on four match. He's my dude. And we're in DX together. Wait, so didn't he used to. He, he was in the Wait, DX who would party. he come out with, though? This dude, Finley. He was Finley, Irish, that's right? what I was going to say. Yeah, it was that Irish dude with the fucking club. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So dude. So then he joined DX, the DX Army. And yeah. Me and my tag partner, Josh Bishop, in. So people watching know DX, I'm in it. What's your favorite finisher? Favorite finishing move? Great question. Wow. Um,. Cause like, dude, I remember growing up, we used to have um, like See, wrestling dude, matches. Each other. Yeah, dude. That was the best. Dude, dude doing it in hallways, that was epic. We'd be at fucking Brad's house. Shout out Brad oh, Wolf yeah, again. Yeah. So he RKO'd me. I guarantee. It. Dude, he RKO'd everybody. Yeah. Um, and he uh, we used to like do like crazy wrestling matches and stuff in his basement. Yeah. And his like mom or his dad would be upstairs, and all you'd hear is Brad. Yeah. You know, they're, from like like they didn't walk downstairs to tell to like scream at him. They made him <laughs> come to them. Right. It was yeah, so yeah. fucking fun. And it was always because there was some loud slamming or somebody th- threw themselves into the TV or some <laughs> shit like that. Right. But dude, yeah, it was always. Yeah. It, I guess you're right. It was always the RKO. Legendary move, dude. The RKO is the fucking you could do. Yeah. You could RKO people into a pool. Yeah. 
You can you can yeah, get nasty with that, dude. Yeah. That's probably the most legendary move. I don't know, man. That's probably the first one that comes to mind. I gotta go with it. Really? Yeah. I mean, the Batista bomb was always good. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Oh, you know what? Actually, my favorite is, dude, is the Rey Mysterio finisher. Rey Mysterio was sick. Yeah, the kick, and then he did the flipper. The flip. Yeah. I think that's yeah, where he really had yeah. really had me. I don't know why, man. I just I'm going with RKO right now. I can't really think. I mean, like when dudes would do like a backflip off the top was pretty sick, like a shooting star press. So who's the most famous person you met through this whole entire process? I'm, uh, David Arquette. Is he the most famous? You think he's more famous in wrestling, right? He was in Scream. David Arquette. <sighs> I mean, it's pretty famous. Yeah, I would say David Arquette. So David Arquette? Yeah. Do you... Um, WrestleMania weekend. We just said what's up, though. It wasn't anything crazy. It's like the top... I met all the top wrestlers. I mean, besides Shawn Michaels and Triple H. I met pretty much every top guy wrestler that... I mean, in one form, you know, Jeff Hardy was epic. Got a kick with this dude, Scott Hall. He was a legendary wrestler. It was one of my favorites. You know, got a kick with him before he died. It's unreal wrestling. Is it history. unbelievable being able to pick their brains and kind of... 100%. Because, like, I mean, that's why you're there, right? 100%. Yeah. And if people don't get that, they get into wrestling. A- anything. Anything. Anything, that's yeah, like, yeah anything. Back what we're saying growing up in sports, right? You play with a dude that's on better teams than with you, you'll probably get better. You play with kids that are older than you at top levels, you'll probably get better. So if I was just wrestling and wrestling just guys that were equal or lesser then you don't get better so no. i'm wrestling the top guys in the game and if i just get a little nugget from them i'm being around them that's what, one thing about aiw that i've always appreciated is how much they put me in these situations all of us pretty much where legends would come in and they do a signing or something but if you can just get an hour just being around them and hearing some stories or hearing how they look at wrestling your game is going up do you get a chance so like say you're gonna wrestle a legend or for that matter anybody do you have an opportunity with them prior to do I mean is is it a choreographed most of the time not with these not with any not with my shit. I don't do that shit. Alright, so that's so okay that, so that's remember a, that shit. I got short term memory loss, brother. I, I it shit. was and I was gonna say that's a lot to remember. Yeah, I'm organic. So it's like you Does you, that make it harder though? Because because you don't necessarily fucking know what's coming then. Yeah. And so the reaction has to be We're doing a live, brother. <clears throat> That's fucking crazy. See, that's a lot. <clears throat> that's a lot of fucking pressure. Yeah, that's what. I, hey, man, that's it's like a, you're a one take actor. Because there's no faking falling out of a ring. Fuck no, not under some barbed wire either. Are you a little intimidated by the top ropes, or do you love the top ropes? I used to be scared people know my, my wrestling dudes. If I came on here and I was like, no, <laughs> dude, they would dog like, you hard. Lying, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, used to, I used to. I had to do it. Uh, that's funny. Um, I did a frog splash off the top rope, right, Eddie Guerrero style. Boom, off the top, I was doing it, and then I slipped at this one show in Indiana, and I was like, dude, I never want to do it again. And then my dudes were dogging me, and then I was I was wrestling that dude's partner, this dude Brian Myers, who I think is like the top dude in the game. Rock brought him out to fucking train with him. You know what I mean? Like this dude's this dude's up there, top guy. And I was like, I gotta beat him with something. So I'm like in the ring, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go up to the top. And I went up to the top, hit that frog splash, beat him one, two, three. So it was like, and that was the first time I did in probably two, three years. So like it, a balance thing I'm working on at home. But that's got to be scary though for. It's high up there, bro. Getting up to actually the top and thrown off. What's what's that's what I mean. Sheesh. So you have then been on the top rope with another guy. Is that correct? Yo, uh, and like yeah, we like tossed. Yeah, we did like a flipper. Yeah. Okay, like so flipper. what's what's going through your head when you're? I mean, because like I feel like here's my here's my thing with this is it's scary enough probably being up there. Yeah. But it's even harder. When you know what goes through my head when you I'm with another dude, you just go, like you go, did we land yet? That's what. Oh, that's dude, what's like. fuck dude, all that. With a, a thing he had me over here, so I'm like, that's me and the invisible, right? Yeah, yeah. The guy, and he just like came off the top, 
and we're just and I'm like, holy shit, we're up in there, and then you're bang at the ring. Damn, and bro. It's an autopilot. Kick out. You know what I mean? <sighs> Barely. What's the um? Barely got a little left in the tank. I was badass though, man. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, dude. So I don't. I, I don't know. I lived. That. It's like that one meme. I live, bitch. That's not life, <laughs> you were just. That's how I'm living life right now. I think that's unbelievable because I feel like when you get on the top ropes, one, there's nothing stable about it. Fuck no, especially in those rings. I'm telling you about. Yeah. By, by the time sometimes you get out there, it's loose. The rings messed up. It's uneven. You're just like, holy shit, I'm slipping. You could walk through some beer. You know, I'm out in the crowd brawling, throwing beer. Around. See, and that's you're gotta be. Yeah. yeah, you get them going. You're you're out there inciting fucking yeah, violence, son. I love it. <laughs> fucking getting yeah, after yeah, it we're just, we're city, baby. that's so funny yeah. yeah but you but you always you do have a great character Thank that's you. for sure now is keeping character i gotta imagine not hard during the match no. is there it's me turned up to 11 so it's like yeah you know, if you're going into the gas station it's like if we're just out to eat chilling it's like i'm not gonna be all west brothered out but it's like you go out in front of that crowd and you got another dude that wants to smoke you and you're just like I'm the shit. So, so that's no, that's know. a great question. Yeah. Or a great thing you just said because yeah. it leads me to this question. So that's you not. have um, the winning and losing. Uh-huh. It's not choreographed. There is real pain involved. How, who determines a, like, a winner? Is there like some crazy move and you're like, all right, you got pulling me? The shit. We're pulling the, he's trying to pull the curtain back. Little, no, it's just like, I'm definitely I'm trying to pull the curtain just, back. Yeah. Actually, I'm not even going to deny yeah, that. I can't, I can't be on film saying all that. All right. <laughs> He won't tell us. I can't tell you how. He won't tell us. I can't tell you how the beans are made, right? But I'll just tell you this, right? We go out there, we put the best performance on, and I just do whatever I can do to entertain people and hopefully get the win. So if you come to my show, I appreciate it. I just hope you leave. You spent your hard-earned 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, and... You know, 60, 70 bought a shirt. <laughs> He's like, hey, you man, better you be sitting up front, bitch. You bought a shirt. No, no. Just you do that, and you have a good time. That's all that matters, right? That's all that matters. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's how I look at it, man. No, I mean, that's how you should look at it. Yeah. That's great, though. I, um, so that actually is good, too. Ticket prices. Do You you don't have any control no, over those. Nothing, nothing. I don't get a split of the tickets. I get my set rate, and if you want to come support, you come support. When people. Do you ever think that they get absurd? And I'm not necessarily speaking on, like, your particular wrestling matches. I'm just speaking in general. Like, you've seen ticket prices for, like, concerts and shit like that lately. What do you really think about all that? Especially, Uh, like, you know, I mean, dude. The whole resale game was crazy with that. Somebody just was on. With, like, bots and stuff going on, buying Taylor Swift tickets, selling them from quadruple money. That's kind of fucked up. Because, like, think about your. fucked up. Think about your, like, your your kid. All they wanted was to go to the fucking Taylor Swift concert with her for fucking 13th birthday. And you got some dude that's just got bots, and he bought five tickets, and he's gonna make like ten grand off them. But this chick's like at work or staying up late to fucking get on this thing and just yeah. spend fucking too much savings for a kid. And you got some jabroni doing that, so I don't fuck with that. I I it agree. Goes for shoes and reselling clothes and shit too. Uh, I used to think it was whatever, but now it's like. You want to buy something? Let me just pay for the fucking shirt. I'm not paying triple the value for a fucking t-shirt. Well, they know? do like I was looking at Super Bowl tickets, oh, or so I I wasn't even looking at, at Super Bowl tickets. tickets. Somebody posted or whatever. They were like, "Yeah, just out of curiosity, I looked, and it was like ten or eleven G's for the whole thing yeah. in the fucking service fee." Oh, was oh, yeah. two grand. Yeah, that's that's because it's a percentage of the tickets. That's messed up. I don't really fuck with that. Like, there's what kind of service fee? Yeah. So I wish that would change. I, I can't say too much, but that's agreed. I, I wish that would change throughout the different industries, just to make it just a little bit more affordable. Like, I think Indians games are priced pretty fair for the most part. 100%. 
or Guardians, whatever. I don't think there should be ticket fees if I pull up to the venue and throw you twenty bucks. It's like, I mean, dude, there shouldn't be a ticket fee if I fucking right. I mean, buy it on. There's definitely supply and demand, which I'm fine with. But if I'm like, hey, your tickets are hundred bucks and here's five twenties, let me in. Right. Well, and then what they do is, though, the bullshit is, especially when you buy it online, is they, like, lead you into be like, oh, it's $100 a ticket for whatever it is. Oh, and yeah, like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then you go to check False out. Advertising. And it's like $874. Yeah. You're like, for what? It's a little different. That's, that's fucked up. That's completely different. Yeah. Um, all right, so you're, so you're working, you're training, you're yeah. wrestling. Yeah. What determines when you get your next, like, what you would consider to be your big match? Or is it all about your ability to now go on the road, go on these weekend matches and, and network and try to meet as many people? And do you exactly. as well, is it common, I'm not asking even for you specifically, but is it common for you or somebody in your position to maybe ask those people that are um you know better than you or came before you or whatever it might be to ask them for an opportunity at that next level or is it like they see you or is it a combination of both that's how i play it i mean i'm not going to ask anybody for anything except for advice i get it that's that's all i'll take i don't need someone to because again it's a cutthroat business and the last thing i want is someone to you know you're not if they if they know you and you've got a good relationship they'll give you an opportunity but asking, it's like, I don't, I would never do that. I understand. You know, but if I would ask for advice, I'd be like, hey, could you watch my match and see what I what I did and what you think? You know, or hey, I'm trying to do this. You got any advice on that? What's the best you, piece of advice you've ever given? Shit, that one about uh, not know who you know, but, you know, or not what you know, but who you know and who you know, that's going to go off to bat for you. You know, I've learned so much in these seminars, just little things and just kind of mannerisms or even just how people treat people and act and wrestle. And I just, man, I would, for wrestling, it's probably that. Um, oh no the best one is that you know it's like a roller coaster and that you can have like your biggest match on a Friday but you still gotta go to work on Monday you know what I mean yeah. I can get flown out to Cali and have a huge match and then I still gotta go to work to Monday you know and I was doing some big how was California it was amazing I amazing experience I'm going out there at the beginning of March okay. and hell yeah man where are you going I will be between Los Angeles and San Diego nice so I'm gonna spend some time down in Carlsbad um, I'm gonna go down and see Poopies I don't know who that is. Uh, he's in the new Jackass movie. Gotcha. And we're going to do some other cool interviews down there. That's badass. That's and awesome. then uh, we got a couple Gally's more in L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gally's amazing. I was out in L.A. I love it out there, man. It's uh, definitely definitely my go-to. Hell yeah. So I've been out there in like 10 years. I just had to go out and make some plays. and I just feel like there's so much more going on out there. 100%. That's why I love being out there. You know? Being in the mix. I'm in West Hollywood. I'm in the mix. Going to comedy shows. Just being outside with some amazing weather well i was blown away by the amount of people that i was able to just network with through instagram and they've actually become like really cool people and kind of close friends but the ability to network with them just through instagram it's like fuck man if i could do this from cleveland yeah imagine what i could accomplish from out there thanks you know and and so i think for you then i know you're working your job and everything like that but is it at what point do you think for you are you going to sit here and go listen man i can't do both and like yeah. this is when i'm gonna push is it gonna be one one of those times where it's like dude i'm getting i'm doing a match every two days yeah and that's probably what it would be It'd really be like you're super booked up you're getting paid good you're on the road all the time it's like we got to make it happen because you'll you'll know when you're on the radar you know what i mean you know when you got feelers you got something big coming up yeah like this is gonna happen now yeah you know like you're getting booked all the time and then it's like okay you got you got someone looking you know like see it on twitter instagram you're blowing up and you're like we got a probably a shot coming and it's like if you knew that was coming it's like we got to be fully focused so that goes back to like recovering 
You know what I mean? Because you don't want to get there and be all banged up. Right. It's going to happen. You're going to be banged up, but let's make it the least banged up. What is your key to victory then? I mean, you stay pretty healthy. I mean, I know yeah. you hurt your back and everything like that. That's but- what taught me. I go to the chiropractor. That's what you're going to ask, right? What mm-hmm. do I do? So diet is key. This is for any mental health. We're going to talk more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Right now. No, go. Right. Go for well, it. Just go. Like a lot of mental health it. stuff, it's like you can, you can uh, better where you're at by just doing a couple things. And it's like you don't need to jump right in and do them all and do them all at 100%. But like exercising daily is huge you know so many people are stressed sitting at their desk and they're not moving and shit and they're just chilling eating bags of chips and on their couch and they're down bad i'm not knocking them you know what i mean but if you can get up and maybe go on a half hour walk a couple days a week i guarantee you'll start feeling better cardio is a fuck out dude i was so depressed like i was gonna kill myself depressed and i started working out again yeah and fuck. It's, 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 then you start lifting weights and you start feeling oh, You feel so you much better. Look at yourself in the mirror and you start looking better and you get more confidence and then that starts going. But then your diet's key too because your gut is connected to your brain. You know what I mean? So you got to eat good. If you're putting bullshit in, you're going to get bullshit out. Right. So, you know, I'm always eating really healthy, meal prepping a lot, doing all that stuff, water intake. You know what I mean? I'm probably at two gallons at least a day. You know, I'm ripping that. Dang, yeah, son. Yeah, I'm, I don't mess around with the water. You handling you handling those uh, pee breaks then, huh? I got to pee right now, but if we rock it. You can go pee real quick. You sure? Yeah, right. go pee. We'll, right. we'll take a quick break. <laughs> From a mental health standpoint, you know, I, you, I know you said you exercise. I can, I'm telling you right now, dude, I was so depressed, and I think that was, like, the first thing that, like, made me feel good uh-huh. was I, like, went for a run, and I was, like, I think it was, like, a mile and a half, and I was, like, man, I feel so much better. Like, took a shower, like, felt like a new fucking person, dude. Like, there was some real motivation behind it. What else do you do besides eating good and yeah. what do you do, you know, besides eating good and, and training and stuff like that that really to keep yourself healthy, to keep yourself mentally healthy? So this one hits both those is the cryogenic chamber I was talking about. I go there every day. You're, like, in it for three minutes. It's like, gets up to negative 200. Damn. Cools you down dopamine released after your endorphins are going feeling great after controlling your breathing and stuff too so breath work i do breath work i meditate i write down three things at least i'm grateful for every morning and before i go to bed and those are two other things that i think everyone should have that are hard as fuck to do excuse my language but having a morning and nighttime routine you know something that hit me the other week that i realized because i haven't been getting good sleep is that you can't just tear the light off and go to bed it's like a whole wind down you know what I mean? So I started thinking about it like that. And I'm like, I can't just get in the bed, turn the switch off and be bad. You know, it's like the whole thing. So now I got a whole routine, whether it's, you know, journaling, maybe listening to some music. I got some from some good guys on Instagram that I just made my own. You know what I mean? I've been hitting them with that, that, you know, that calm app. I heard it's good. No, I haven't, I haven't been on it. Bro. It's good. So I had bro the waves, dude, yeah. but, but it's the rain for me. The rain's huge. And the crazy dude, thing is I, I love used to the rain, bro. Isn't that wild? I used to have rain on a little iPod. Really? The iPod Touch. I had like a rain app, blue no or black, uh, white noise app. Dude, Green the, noise is the shit. Now. So I put that on. Yeah. And then, like for me, I don't go anywhere really. Okay. Like if I'm I'm working or doing this. Yeah. Like that's I'm, that's all I'm doing. I'm with you. It's, you gotta. And so I when I like even tonight after this, I'll download all this stuff and get it over to my my guy Dylan and and then you know we i i try to take stuff from different podcasts and it also yeah. takes a little while to get comfortable in front of the camera for sure right oh, yeah bro that's so definitely, that's definitely is it now now that's another question i had for you so is it different sitting down like this versus when you're sitting down when you're when you're red entertaining lights red lights on i'm i'm, I'm entertaining you're entertaining oh, i got you it yeah. doesn't even matter yeah. 
I, if the mic was a little higher, I'd be I'd be camera the whole time. What does? I'm just being what 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 makes <laughs> you? Dick, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> what makes you? Um, what makes you nervous then? Like what? Man, and then how do you deal with it when you are nervous? Like some something has gone wrong, whether it's wrestling related or in life, and and you're like, all right, like I've got to fix this problem or whatever it might be. It makes me nervous, anxious. How are you dealing with that? Or are you just not an anxious person? That's a great question. Uh, I don't think I'm that anxious anymore. One thing I learned is that you kind of think about like depressed depression and being depressed when you think about the past too much Mm -hmm. and when you think about the future too much you get anxiety or anxious you know what i mean so i try to live in the present as much as possible and especially with the wrestling like that's great advice i like that a lot yeah i like that a lot that's really good yeah so i just try to stay in the present as much as possible and there's some other techniques i got too that i'll drop because people seem to really like them honestly i used to post videos on instagram like hey motivating thing one thing i always say is this isn't about that but it's like you know planting seeds like, I always say, like, you know, October, November, you get some seeds, you start planting them. November, December, you start watering them. And then by January, you get some nice little garden coming. You know what I mean? Instead of just being a New Year's resolution type person where you're just like, hey, January 1st, I'm going to start doing this. And then you're like, three days in, you're like, I-, I fucked up. I broke my New Year's resolution. But it's like, it's not a resolution. It's like goals and more so. Habits, you you know? seem to be very routine oriented. That's key. That's what I realized. Cause you will look at all these guys that have done things at high levels and you look more so at like millionaires and billionaires. Right. And they all have a routine, you know, and it's, it's It's finding what works for you. You can't be like, Hey, you know what? I saw Mark Cuban wakes up at five 30 every morning. I'm going to just do that. And then they're up at five. I know, and dude. And a lot of people do. Yeah. There's been hilarious takes on like, yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> like Gary V and stuff like that. Right. And that, but like you, you can read any book, and there's definitely some advice in books. But you know what you got to do. I like getting up early. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know, and early to you it might be early to someone else. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, and like for me, dealing with that is is key. Living in the present. I've had. It's huge. I'll tell you the technique on that. Just so I still, yeah, because yeah, like I, I think when you when you do decide to live in the present, like the past can't necessarily bother you for sure. For for my situation and things I put myself through, like I right. still get like hate messages okay i don't know who they're from oh really yeah 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 Yeah, dude it's i don't well it's like it's all about my past relationship and like oh i knew you were never good enough for her and all this stuff but dude i get them at like four in the morning like twice a month that's probably it's like i'm gonna say what it is i'm just like yo dude like why are you thinking about me at four o'clock in the morning bro you know what i mean and so i think even like when those kinds of things do happen to me, I'm still like, all right, let's let's just keep moving. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like this is like, I just two gems right here. like it's a shitty thing to read at 5 a.m. But I'm also like, we can't just we we can't acknowledge that. We gotta we gotta roll. Hundred percent. You know what I mean. Taking the good with the bad. You know, but sometimes even the good, you kind of gotta just take everything as the same. Right. You know what I mean. You can't get super down because someone's talking shit on you, and then get super high when someone's there because you're still gonna just be. In the same mode, so you got to take everything with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Can't get dwelling on that negatives or the positives. Uh, the other thing with the senses is, uh, or sorry, I, I slipped and already said what I was going to say. Yeah, what here it is. is. Here what it is. What do you got? Isn't what that, are you sending that? I, I don't know. I looked it up. How crazy is that? Is it, let me see. Is it say? Did it say text message or iMessage? It's it a text. It's a text, text for sure. I looked it up. It was a fake number. Somebody made a fake number. Yeah, they're doing some burner thing. Some but. That's a weird. That's someone. Hey, look, four a.m. That's some someone. Yeah, like you got some. You got something on your mind. How about your boy? Way too much. Way too much time on your hands. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is like being present. A key. Another thing to help people with that is just taking in all your senses. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, see where you're seeing. You know, kind of take a second and then hear. So phenomenal point. Yeah. That, all right. That'll let me let me lead off that because yeah. I like I like where you just went there. So you, how much is social media? 
do you think fucking up obviously a whole entire world 100%. what are you doing to combat that because even today i went for a walk and i'm a lot of time i'm staring at my computer staring at my phone or whatever it might be but when you get a chance to stop and like look around you know you realize how much better you feel anyways 100%. you know so um but yeah anyways i wanted your take on that and i wanted your take with like how fucked up you think the kids are going to be coming up i'll tell i'll answer that first i don't man that's just going to be ridiculous it's gonna be a whole different life and it's like I you just gotta see. I can't be like, well, well, my kids are gonna be doing this. Like, bro, you don't know what's coming next. It's wild. These kids are hooked. They're doing shit that we weren't doing. They have access to information that we didn't have at an earlier age. If they wanted to be a mechanic, if a kid wanted to be a mechanic and he knows how to use YouTube at five years old, he, you know, he might start fucking working on. He might do an oil change by seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just being honest, not, more power to them. And it's I true. I want more people to do that, but that makes the whole landscape gonna be competitive. Not even just for us, but for kids coming up. Like, you know, you had to have, like, I remember I played guitar growing up, and then I got recorded, and I thought that was the biggest thing ever. You know what I mean? Of course. I got, like, my guitar teacher recorded me, and we made a CD in, like, 07. I was like, dude, that's the coolest shit ever. But now it's like you can fucking iPhone a video, make a music video in an hour. We were talking about that with, I was talking about that with Sir Yacht last week. He was like, you know, even with a podcast, like, you couldn't just throw up a podcast back in the day. Right. Like now, Whole like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. You got to spend some money to get it all set up, but like, yeah. and then take the time to get the guests. But once you do, yeah, you can put on Spotify. You can put it, yeah, you can put on Spotify. I'm on, you know, Spotify. I'm on Apple, YouTube, Amazon Music, Samsung Music. Yeah. Um, above, baby. Yeah, pretty much everything. Um, the first part that you were talking about social media, I'm just like, I'm on Instagram way too much. And it's most of the time me too. when I'm in a bad, in a bad zone, when I'm doing something I don't want to be doing. It's the worst that when you're looking at your phone, you're like, I shouldn't be doing this right yeah. now. When I went to Cali, I was not at all because I was strictly business. I was making moves, and it was beautiful out. If it's beautiful out, and I don't, I don't have to be anywhere. I'm sitting on the beach. What a game changer the weather huge, is, though. Huge. How much better did you feel, uh, dude? When I landed, when I landed, I got some sun in my eyes. I just looked out, and I go, I feel amazing. And then for those four, three, four days, I felt like a million bucks. Just oh, I kicking bet. it outside, walking. It is. I just walked one day. Just it, walked. The depression, the seasonal depression around here is very That's, real. It hit me right before I went. I was like, when I got out there, I was like, that's what it was. It'll fuck you up. And I yeah. think, too, like, it's sad. You realize it when, I mean, truth be told, you realize it when the sun comes out. You're like, damn, I right. miss that. You know, yeah. like, we'll get a 50 degree day and everybody's like, fuck yeah, Short man. Yeah, everybody's Drunk. pumped. Yeah. And, you know, towards the end of summer, you get a 50 degree day. You're like, yeah, man, it's fucking freezing out here. Right. But you're, you're killing for that day in the middle of February. 100%. You know? Yeah. You never hear people bitching about Cleveland when they go on a trip in the summer. But when they go on a trip in the winter, like, Cleveland sucks. Oh, yeah, of course. That's how I even feel. Cleveland summers are the best, though, bro. For sure. That's fact. Cleveland summers are the best, dude. There's nothing like like a Cleveland summer, man. There's nothing like it. No. If you can hit a couple boats, and if you can go down to the flats and 25th and all that, you could have a real good time. You know, I think that's another thing that I've started to do is, like, I try to go to, like, restaurants that are more upbeat vibe versus less, like, um sad alcoholic sure you see what i'm saying you know because like you go to like some restaurants and everything and you're like damn like you know you go in and like that dude's been you know he's got his name plate on the on the bar because he's been fucking sitting there for 20 years yeah Yeah. you know yeah and like people that ain't my type bro when i was turning it up bro that was my spot because you go in there and then you just get fucking wrecked for cheap there you go but like now then I'm not doing that. I like to go somewhere with a good vibe. For sure. That's but all I can't go sit in like a dive bar by myself and right. eat. That's just sad as uh, fuck. Uh-uh. It's no, just so you. sad, I'm bro. I'm with you. That ain't the move. That ain't the move. The what's, your, what's your parents' take on where you're at now? 
they're happy. They come to the show, support. You know, they would do anything to support me, which I appreciate. Who's your biggest fan? I would say. Besides any of those girls, you might have you might have curved. They're still hitting you up. I'm busy though. That's the thing. Like that's why it's like right now I'm so busy that I I just feel bad. I can't. So you're basically you're you're gonna you're saying that you're so you're so busy where women aren't even. Well, I'm doing all right for myself when I have time, but at the same time, it's like you know, and some women want more stuff, and it's like you're on the road every weekend. It's like right. you know, I'm kind of selfish for that, so I can't. You know, it's like when I have weeks off, we're making shit happen, but no commitment. No, I can't right now. I like it. Because I can't let anything take me off the track of wrestling. No, that's not it at all. And, like, some people are, like... I heard if you have, like... And if you... All I ever want out of someone, if we're dating and I'm wrestling, is support. That's all I ask. That's it. With that, it's all it needs to be, support. That's all I ever ask for. Maybe good luck text, appreciate it. You know what I mean? That could right. be a long way for me, though. But as long as you support me going on the road, doing my thing, that's all I ever cared. That's tough to find. 100%. And it's tough to find. And then people start getting older, and I'm 29, so, you know, I date chicks, whatever, but some older ones, some younger ones, bro, some, you know, 24, 25, they want to get married, 23. They See, get I have nothing in common with these 24, 25-year-old chicks. I just feel like I'm talking to a fucking, I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm talking to a fucking wall, bro. Hey. Some of them. Hey, I'm like, man. Just life, you know? Yeah, I'm like, did someone kick you in the head when you got out of bed this morning? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, though. I can't you do it. Minus a couple years I, you know what I can't deal with? Here's actually, this is this is all the way around. I can't deal with people that are stuck in the mindset that, like, this 9 to 5 box is where I need to exist. And I, And a lot of people are like, oh, well... Um, you know, I do this and they're like, yeah, I went to school for four years and this and that. And it's like, I'm going to make $70,000 at like my best. It's like, it's like, damn, There's bro. There's chicks though that work hard. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not know. saying that they're not chicks that are like, I'm just yeah. saying, no, compla- I, mean, I can't deal with complacent. If yeah, someone's complacent, I can't, I can't fucking deal with it. Agreed. Hey brother. You know, brother. you know, you're like, when do you get nervous? And like, sure. I get some nerves when I go out there and there's big matches and I get super nervous for, but you know, most of the time I kind of calm myself down and be like, I'm prepared, but you need, you need those nerves. You know what I mean? Like, if you just live everything comfort zone, there's no thrill in life. And, like, sometimes you need those nerves to feel like you're fucking alive. Do you thrive you know I mean? outside your comfort zone? 100%. Yeah. And it's just put myself in those positions. That's why it's, like, with my wrestling, everything's organic, and we're just we're just going with the flow. What's your, um, like, what's a move that you can't do right now that you want to be able to do? Like, are they, like, Backflip. okay. Yeah. Damn. And, like, you want to. Now, now, when you say backflip, is this like top rope? I want to land this backflip, or top rope? I want to like jump on somebody on the ground. Uh, oh wow! I got a, I got something lined up. That's fire. Really? Yeah, it's like some some rock band. Dance. And do you run into any trouble with your back? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, lately I've been cool. The thing with that was the the one thing I didn't say that earlier was the doctor was like took the brace off. He's like, yeah, you're good. Just gave me a pat on the back. Like, yeah, <laughs> was he at the Rocky River Urgent Care? No, no, this is at the Little I'm just kidding. The Urgent Care already dogged me. I was like, I'm done with them. But then this is at the orthopedic, right? And they're like, yeah, here's. So this is something else, though, that kind of was going on what you were saying about doctors. I'm not trying to roast doctors and shit, but the guy's like, yeah, how's the pain? You know, like they were like open to giving me pain medication. Okay. Which, like, you're like, this dude just got in trouble at OU like half a year ago. You know right. I mean? Like, why are we giving them, you know, medicine and shit? So it was just like, they took the brace off and they just give you, you know, painkillers or whatever. And they're just like, yeah, you're good. And it's just like, that's not right. Like, there's got to be something else to it. So I started going to a chiropractor. He started saying, oh, your back's fucked up. You know, we got to start doing 
core work and more yoga and stuff and that is what really set me you know on that level but that's when I was kind of like why would I go to the doctor this dude's like your muscles are imbalanced like you need to do this and I did that and I feel great and I'm you know so have you seen scary injuries on the right after so the doctor says you're good I wrestled for like two months I'm I'm on a hot run off rip dude I came off hot okay like a Cleveland then I went to Virginia then I went to Tennessee then I wrestled at Pittsburgh I just want to know how these matches are won you're gonna tell me one day you don't have to tell me today but one day one day, yeah, might be in ten years. Come and see it, yeah. because I want to. Because I'm, I because I truly feel my guess, everybody, and whatever. I, I think it's right. all about who land. I think you should get points for the cool moves you make, and then whoever gets the most points should get sure. the pin. There's some cool move guys, yeah. And there's some also other guys. You know what I mean? You gotta come to the show and you'll see. I will. I will. When's your, when's your next one? That's that's Cleveland. It's gonna be. Hold on, me. They're gonna kill me for not knowing if it's a if it's the twenty fourth or the twenty fifth. My next show in Cleveland. So, well, I don't know when this is coming out. Yeah. So, Friday, March 24th, the Temple, Temple Live, Masonic Temple, downtown. It's going down. The return to Cleveland. I've wrestled in Cleveland in like five months. Okay. Be back. And are you yeah, doing? Xbox. You did there. one in the summer that was outside. Summer one outside. Russell Rager. We'll be back there June, July, August. We'll okay, August, you'll be turning August. it up. That is the show you can't miss. Biggest party of the summer. I've been saying it three years straight, and it gets bigger every year. Really? Yeah. Spot. So you're just turning it up. That one's the most epic one. I was in a Texas bull rope match last year. Oh wow! Jumping off the roof and shit. Yeah. We were I. You know what? I think I had seen videos of yeah, that. That was a good one. I gotta post more videos. That's the thing. But um. Yeah, man. Um. I was I was on this hot run in week four or five. I do a move, land, and kind of hyperextend. My back was fucked up. For how long? Until I went to the chiropractor, probably three months, four months. So do you like that? Do you get like shots in your back or anything now? Not any of that. We kept it all holistic. But I was just eating CBD. Like I, that shit just came out. I was just eating CBD, and I was like, that kind of helps. And then my back would be just demolished. I go to the chiropractor, he takes X-rays. Like, dude, your back's fucked up. Like, Damn. Three days a week, yeah. Three days a week to the chiropractor, get me right, get me get right, and then he's like. You're doing really good, and it's been like you know three three years, probably four years. But are you mindful of that when you're when you're when you're out there? Yeah, for sure. Is that something like you're you thinking about a little bit? You're always lying on your back, pretty much. So you just got to be. It's the rest of the stuff the whole week before getting prepared. Okay. Having before. How long before you know who is who you're wrestling? Sometimes it's day of. Sometimes you get there and you might not even have a match, and they're like, "Hey, dude, didn't show up. You're on." And you're like, "All right, it's go time." All right, so, so you be a professional. So and know your shit. Okay, now, with that being said, are you preparing for a particular person, or are you kind of looking at what everybody's doing just in case you do get that match? That's, that's pretty much it. Okay. It's more so, you're just always ready for anybody, but if you have a big match coming up, that's when you can start breaking down tape on them and seeing what they do. See, that's got to be mean? nice. So, it's huge, yeah. So, if you got like a month out and like, hey, like even I got, I just got one. I think I just someone sent me it just for next week. I'm wrestling these two guys, and it's like I've wrestled them before. Let's see what they did last show. Let's start breaking some stuff down. We got to cover all our bases. And we'll do you like tag team or do you like? That's uh, next week. You know? tag team, but uh, I like man. Yeah, I love tagging with my dude Josh. That's my boy. Josh Bishop okay. is my brother, um, and he'll probably say the same thing. We just the singles matches are you know what I mean? Like we have so much fun together, and he knows it. We just tear the fucking city out. We go to we burn fucking everything down really? when we have singles matches it's just way more fun just you being against one person okay you know what I mean there's so many other moving pieces and me and Josh are always on the same page but you know there's like the other team and their shit and just like just watching out for all that shit and it's just like just being there by yourself that's that's why I like I don't know probably not that JB knows but whatever okay is there anything you want to talk about that we haven't talked about ah uh, man I can't really think of anything I've been 
I mean, if what do we have here? We probably have an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, we're going long. Of you? You chop it up, cut it down. If there's any other mental health stuff, I'd love to. Um. Okay, so I'll fin- I'll finish. So on a scale of one to ten, with ten being the highest, how happy would you say you are now? Mm-hmm. And if if not a ten, what can you what can you do to get close to a ten or closer I'll to a ten? Like a seven and a half, eight. Okay. Which is really good, but it's just like I need to change some stuff in my environment right now. Okay. Get a little more cheese. Get out to the West Coast. Okay. So I don't have to deal with this weather stuff. I think Dude, I if you ever go out there, let me know. I'm right. always out there, right. and I have a bunch of friends out there. What about Vegas? You like going to Vegas? Love Vegas. Yeah, yeah fucking love Vegas, dude. Right. I actually have to go to Vegas at some point in the next like three months because I do have two interviews to do out there, but I haven't yeah. scheduled them yet because I want to do LA first. Okay, so you're just bringing the gear out there. Yeah, I'm gonna ship it. Uh, actually, I'll just put it in your bag. Cause I've got, cause all this stuff in my bag, it's too much. You can get like a traveling mic, man. You don't have those podcast gimmicks. I've never seen those. Dude, hook it up. I'll tell you how to the mixer to buy, and then you just put the sound down on that. Dude, I'm down because I have. um, We do the shit. What I did the last time was I just shipped it to Aaron. You know Aaron Crawford. I just shipped it to him. I fucked up because he liked my story when I was out there and I didn't hit him up. I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't like. No, he's out. Yeah, he's out there. By him, I don't know. He liked it. Okay. I was, I was like tied up. I was like, I'm here for like five more hours. So you think? So, but, so you think going to LA though is gonna be? In my, or like, I'm sorry. Being somewhere where it's always sunny and I can be on a beach or next to water, I think then I'm probably. It's a no-brainer for you. Right at time. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't blame you. You know, and wrestling like. TV would be sick. I think you probably get more. I can't really dwell on that, though. I mean, I'll still be a ten if I'm not on TV, but that would really put it up there. You probably would get more gigs out there because you would get. Yeah, there's some good companies. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, but it's simply it's simply because of the there's more shit going on out there. True. True. Versus Cleveland, right? What kind of music are you listening to these days? Dude, I'm all over, but most of the stuff I listen to is like '90s grunge music. That's really? Shit, yeah. Sam okay. Martin, Alice in Chains, Nirvana here and there, Pearl Jam. You know what I mean? Oh, you're really getting after I it. Do, yeah. And then you put that on. You just put those brothers on, and then like the songs they mix in there, you just find some gems from the '90s that are sick. But depending on what you're listening to, it dictates your mood. For sure. For sure. For sure. For right. Sure. And there's songs that have got accustomed to different moods that you listen to at a certain time. Yeah. They're like, I listen to this song when that was happening. Oh, that was a good. Or I listen to this song when that was happening. That was sick. Yeah. It brings you back. And like, dude, lately it's weird. Sometimes I make the, I just make these playlists for each month of songs that are coming into my life that I want to put together. And then I'll just listen to those. Right. And sometimes I'll listen to the same song like three times before a match. Really? Yeah. And it's not even my favorite I song. I kill a song, like, dude. Just, I just make me feel good. I'm zooming, I'm zooming, I'm zooming. Exactly. Kill them. So if I have a big match, I'll just be bumping, bumping, bumping. See, that's great though. At least there's an escape there, and there's yeah. like a comfort level there. Because so it is good to escape there for a second, so you can get in your zone and sure. lock in. And that's good. I never thought about it like that. That's really good. Yeah, it's, I'm escaping to get to the. I mean, dude, that's what it is. I find myself. I've I've listened to like sad music when I was like super depressed, and like now, like for me, I try just to not even go there. Yeah. Right, because like for me, I just try to. I'm like, all right, like this song is. Even bringing me down a little bit, I gotta change it. Yeah, like, I gotta, I gotta get something else you going. Your vibe up, bro. You gotta be in that celebration frequency. Always, the dude. Celebration frequency. I'll, That's what it is. I'm. I'll tell you what. I lately, I feel great. I'm. I'm doing good. Things are. Things Hell have yeah. been. Things have been fun. This has been great. Um, and I just love interviewing people. Hell I just yeah. think it's a fucking good time. That's awesome. You can tell you're a good time. No, I appreciate that. So, so you're saying like a seven and a half, eight, or what did you say? Yes. Seven and a half, eight. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. And I think you can get even higher, though, as long as you... Well, if I get a little better, 
better weather, that's a point. Yeah. That's, right. that's a big one. We're going to say eight and a half there. Had a little more cheese, that'd be at nine. Yeah. And then 10 would be wrestling on TV. Yeah, wrestling on TV, that would be. That's, that'll happen. That's all that I need. That's I all think I need you, in my life. As long as you stay the course, you keep doing what you're doing, I don't, I don't see why. Everything else mental-wise is I'm on point. I feel great. Good for you. Yeah, it's cool, but it's like it didn't just happen overnight. It took a lot of work. I've been seeing, seeing a ton of shit. You know? Yeah, well, I think it takes time to practice yeah. and figure out really like where you're at. And I think it's important, too. You seem to be one of those people, and this is not really always the case, uh-huh. is you know what you want. Yeah. And when you're sure. around somebody or you yourself doesn't know what they want, yeah. that really becomes sure. difficult. Because, sure. you know, for me... There was definitely a time in my life where I was, like, very complacent. I was, yeah. like, I'm working here. Yeah. I was, like, going to school to be a teacher. I was, like, because I just, I, you know, it, I just want to get out of the car business, all that sure. stuff. Yeah. And all these things happened. I think, like, the most, the best thing for me was, like, oh, my God, you came out of this yourself. You know what I mean? There was no right. facade exactly. anymore, right? It was, like, this is what this is. Yeah. And. You're living your truth. Yeah. It's, and that, it's just and a beautiful thing. Things are different people. But like, if you're like, hey, I'm being truthful with how I feel or what I'm saying, then it's like you can never. You know, and that's and that's why, like, for me now, like I look back even at a lot of things that I had done. Yeah. Even in the last year. For sure. Just like stupid decisions or, you know, people that I really did care about that I hurt or whatever it might be. Right. I think when you like kind of come to that realization, obviously it sucks. Sure. Because it's like, I can't take any of this shit back. I can't, you know, repair some of these relationships. Like, that'll never happen. You know, you're you're never going to get the explanations you you feel like you need or or whatever it might be. But when you come out of it and you're like, man, I'm just me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, no one can take that away from you. And then you're not hiding from it yourself. And you know what you want. And you know where you're kind of headed. Exactly. And that's like for me, I, I I give you shit about the girls and stuff. But like, dude, I'm the same way because for me, there's just nobody that's there's nobody good enough right now. It's just you know, yeah. I've like put myself through too much to. Yeah. Um, that's what you want. Yeah, like I just know what I want, bro. Right. You know, and like that's a it's a cool place to be to be like this is where it is. Imagine because there's a lot of people that work those nine to fives. You may make a couple bucks or do what you're doing. Yeah. But the reality of it is, is you're not fulfilled. No. Right, there's nothing fulfilling about that. It's like, oh, well, you, I go out and hang out with my friends, and that's fulfilling and shit. And maybe for some people, but I can't imagine that on any that's level. That's pretty boring. I yeah, I can't right. imagine that like going out every weekend and like celebrating and, and getting fucked up and stuff like that. Weekend. Every day should be a weekend, right? Every day. Yeah. People like are on that book about the dude making his bed, and there's some good gems in there. Right. You know? And like maybe if you make your bed, you feel a little more up in your step. But I'm like, dude, every day I wake up and I'm alive is an accomplishment. <laughs> You know Dude, right. Just being alive, you know, you never know what can happen. Like, this one wrestler just passed away. He got in a car crash. You know what I mean? Damn. Like, you never know what can happen in life. And it's just like, you just got to live it to the fullest. Yeah. And everything you do. Yeah. and it, But it's 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 even better when you're... Yeah. Doing what you love. Well, you got a path. You know, you get, you get yourself on a little bit of a path, you're in better shape. And I think for people that, like... I don't... I actually, like... I say that more for people that do work that nine to five yeah. with zero aspirations outside of it it's like come well, on you can't change people that's something else that's wild you can't isn't it change people you can only change yourself that's right? it and that's on every aspect with those people or people that you're like hey why aren't we friends or hey i want to go on a date with you why doesn't she like me you know shit like that you're like you can't change how people feel about you mm-hmm. you can change about you and then that'll change perception is yeah. is you can't change people you can you can 
you know, they don't remember what you say. They remember how you treated them. Right? Yeah. That's like the one saying. It's, it, which is wild, too, right? Like, how many times have you been put in a situation where you maybe met somebody and you're like, oh, that's not exa- not at all who I expected that person to be? Right. That's how it goes. Right. That's perception. Like, that's wrestling. That's, that's wild. I come out of the curtain. Yeah, dude. Have a first I wouldn't want to wrestle you. Fuck that. <laughs> I appreciate that. What are the chances? Um, do you guys ever bring fans into the stand, into the, into the, you know, the cage? Or is that like an insurance? No, yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. Jumps I just think you should get Brad in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> dude. He would. He the, his <laughs> life would be complete. One time I had a fan, my dude Hardy, hold the chair, and I threw a dude into him, and then he smoked him with the chair. I was like, I just told you to hold it, brother. And oh, like he really cracked him with the fucking thing. I was like, chair, Thanks, bro. bro. Yeah, he smoked him, and I was like, I was sick. He's fucking out cold. Yeah, he smoked. I was like. <laughs> All right, cool. That is so yeah, funny. But not fans mostly now. But yeah, we get crazy, man. That is so funny. So, um, do you intend to change location though? Yeah, when uh, when the time comes. Yeah, for sure. Like if you got signed to one of those companies, then you can make a major play. Good for you. Even if not, even if you got booked every weekend and promoters to see promoters, you know, they'll pay for transportation here and there, but they, you know, they ain't really buying flights. We right. Get that on. So that's a goal for this year. Good for you. Start getting flown, then you can start living wherever you want. Well, no, I think you. I think you're on a great track. I think you've got the right mindset, and I think it's important that you keep doing what you're doing Appreciate because, it. I mean, you're going to keep crushing it. I mean, you're already crushing it. I just think it's going to get better for you. Appreciate it. So, anyways, dude, I appreciate you coming on here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And please follow Wes Barkley, Maserati Wes on Instagram. Um, when's your next show? What did you say, Wes? Twitter. But next show, uh, March 24th, Temple, Masonic Temple, Cleveland, Ohio, The Return. So you head into square, remember there's no squares in my circle. You said you head into a place of prayer and just what happened? A temple? It's a Masonic temple. Temple Live, Temple Bar. That's what it's called. I, I don't know the exact name, but I know it. When I posted the location, oh, I thought you were headed into like a church, dude. No, we did. That's where I made my debut. Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church. Great spot. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, they got the feast down there too. You, you ever go down there? Yeah, we were in that gym. I've been every year, bro. Yeah, but yeah, March. Be there. Wes Barkley on Twitter. Maserati West on Instagram. Trying to get trying to get my followers up, so <laughs> I don't know. Like and subscribe for more. Like and subscribe, do the gimmicks. Thank you so much for listening and uh we'll see you next time.